Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus, be with us in our grief as you accompanied Mary and Martha and all who mourned. Speak through these words and call us to the hope of new life in you. Amen. Please be seated. <clears throat> Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. In this season of Lent, as we journey together with Jesus and the disciples towards Jerusalem and towards what we know is coming, the crucifixion and the death, it's a very fitting time for us to talk about life and death, grieving and loss, both our individual loss and our collective or communal losses. During these three plus years of the COVID pandemic, we have certainly accumulated so many losses, loss upon loss upon loss. And in fact, it may be hard to even keep track of all of them. Many have gone unacknowledged. These life events that have been postponed or reduced or diminished or simply dismissed. Funerals have been put off. We've been reduced to saying goodbye, our last goodbyes on our phones, on FaceTime or on Zoom. Or even worse, we've been unable to say goodbye to be with our loved ones as they died or even after they were dead. Such heartache and intense sorrow. So too celebrations, weddings have been postponed those important people in our lives yearning but not able to be present to celebrate with us. So many in-person celebrations and gatherings have been canceled. We missed out on the joy of welcoming new babies. Birthdays have been missed. No embracing, rejoicing together. So many important milestones have gone uncelebrated. And when I think about our young people, no high school proms, no final sports seasons for those seniors in high school, no quinceañeras for these 15-year-old young Latina women, no birthday celebration sleepovers, no playdates or summer camp, and on and on and on. So many things, so much to grieve. And each and every one of these events that have been missed or diminished or postponed are worthy of recognition. They are losses. The things that we longed for, we hoped for, and looked forward to, that never happened. And it is right and a good and a healthy thing for us to name them, to claim them, and to grieve their loss. Yes, after three plus years of COVID, we all have much sorrow and loss in our lives. And this, it seems, is a part of our new reality. Certainly today's gospel story is all about loss and grief. And it is also about hope and new life resurrection. This great story about Mary and Martha, the sisters, and their brother Lazarus, this is such a great example for us of how God in Jesus enters into our lives, our struggles, our emotions, and our losses. 
Jesus is present with Mary and Martha and with everyone gathered there at the house and in the community, all those who knew Lazarus and who are mourning and grieving his death. And Jesus enters fully into this space that is so full of sorrow and loss. And Jesus himself is moved. John tells us two times he was greatly disturbed and deeply moved. And Jesus weeps. Jesus weeps at the loss of his friend Lazarus. He wept at the pain and sorrow that this loss brought to his sisters and to the community. Jesus hurt. Jesus felt the sting of death of his close friend. And in this way, Jesus is our example of the acceptability, of the appropriateness, of the healthy aspect of grieving losses in our lives. Jesus loved his friend Lazarus and his sisters Mary and Martha, and it hurt him that Lazarus had died. Jesus knows our grieving. Jesus knows our losses, and Jesus mourns with us in our pain and sorrow. For certainly ours is a God who is intimately acquainted with the pain of being human and suffering losses. Jesus knows and Jesus enters in with us. Jesus is present, accompanying us through it all. And Jesus reminds us there is hope. There is light. There can and there will be joy again. Yes, we mourn our losses as we should. And we find hope to carry us forward in these words of Jesus, whose love is more powerful than death itself. Jesus says, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Love has the final word. Love conquers even death itself. This power of God at work in our world, resurrecting, recreating, renewing, bringing new life. And so together we mourn and together we look for and we seek to recognize this pattern of God at work in our lives and in our world. This resurrecting, the unbinding and calling forth of new life all around us. Lazarus, come forth! And he told those around him, unbind him, set him free. Our lives are made up of this tension between grief and hope, between loss and new life, sorrow and resurrection. This is Lent and this is Easter. This is humanity, and this is divinity. This is the Paschal mystery, the awful death, and the glorious resurrection of our Redeemer and Sustainer, Jesus the Christ. Just after the section in our Book of Common Prayer for burials and internments for funerals, there is a note. It's a note that sums up very well believe this duality of our sorrow and hope 
It reads, the liturgy for the dead is an Easter liturgy. It finds all meaning in the resurrection. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, we too shall be raised. The liturgy, therefore, is characterized by joy in the certainty that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This joy, however, does not make human grief unchristian. The very love we have for each other in Christ brings deep sorrow when we are parted by death. Jesus himself wept at the grave of his friend. So, while we rejoice that one we love has entered into the nearer presence of our Lord, we sorrow in sympathy with those who mourn. Siblings, in this compassionate love and understanding of Jesus, May you grieve and mourn your losses this Lent and in the seasons to come, remembering with love and affection those people, places, and things that you have lost. And may you know in your hearts, deep in your hearts, that none of us, none of us can ever be separated from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. May your eyes and hearts be open to the hope of resurrection, the hope of rebirth and new life that God is working in the world all around us. So be it. Amen.